Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for Fibber McGee and Molly. Sundays through Thursdays, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Hutto. Our story in a moment, but first, Mr. McGee wants the missus to hear something. Listen to this, Molly. Here's an article in the paper that says the average man with a college education will earn 100000 bucks more in his lifetime than a man without college. $100,000, McGee? Yep. Well, for goodness sakes. It sure is. Sure is what, dearie? For goodness sake, just like you said. Oh. <laughs> Thanks to the goodness of a good many mothers and dads and the Prudential Swell Education Fund plan, a lot of kids are going to find the road to success a lot less bumpy than it often is. Just a minute, McGee. What's all this about the Prudential's education plan? I was just going to tell the folks, Molly. It's an education plan provided by the Prudential Insurance Company, and it's the sure and easy way for you parents to cover your youngsters' college expenses when the time comes. With this plan, you can start building that education fund now, little by little, over the years. And if anything happens to you before Junior's ready for college, well, the Prudential pays the amount in full. Well, that certainly makes sense, friends. It's the surest way I know to start your youngsters on the road to success. So call your Prudential agent tomorrow. He'll be glad to tell you about an education fund plan for your children. Mrs. McGee is in the middle of one of those days when there just isn't time enough to do everything that has to be done. Here she is busy in the kitchen when... Oh, dear, that... Just a minute! That must be Mabel, and I haven't finished this cake yet. That's her, all right. There are only two people who can hit that note, Mabel Toops and Mario Lanza. Out here, Mario, in the kitchen. You ready to go downtown, Ma? Just about. Come on out. Now, let me see. McGee will be home soon. Where can I hide the cake? I better not put it in the refrigerator. That's the first place he looks. I had to get some gas on the way over or I'd have been here. Oh, the cake looks beautiful. Thanks. I'm trying to figure where to Doing put it. Doing the lettering on it in pink, huh? Oh, I like that. That's yeah, nice. I just got started with the lettering when you rang the bell, but I can finish that when I get back. Big problem right now is where to hide it. Mm. From McGee, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know how he is. <laughs> His big ambition is to be a professional food taster, and he loves to practice at home. <laughs> he and Mort should go into business together. I have the same trouble at my house. Say, how about the broom closet? Men never look in the broom closet. Sold. I'll put this cover over it. Set it on the little step ladder in here. Oh, wait till you see those sweaters I told you about, Mall. They're real good looking. There. That ought to be safe. What did you say? Those sweaters I told you about at Martingdon's. Where do you see them? They're just perfect. Real lightweight. You know, for cool evenings. I think it'll be a perfect gift. <laughs> well, I hope he likes it. This is a very special occasion. Come on, I'll grab my purse and I'm ready to go. Yeah, good. McGee has the car downtown. If it wasn't for you, Mabel, I'd be stuck. Ah, glad to be a service here. And the sweater idea is great, too, because it sounds like just the thing. Is it all right to talk now, Johnny? Put this box of groceries down? Yeah, okay. Coast is clear. Well, that's good, because this stuff is heavy. <sighs> Another thing. Next time you sneak up behind me and clap your hand over my mouth when I'm about to yell, Grocer boy, warn me, will you? It ain't that my heart is weak, but my teeth ain't too strong. 
Well, I'm sorry, but I was just coming in the back way when I heard all this talk about Molly baking me a cake because today's a special occasion, so I wanted to hide there on the back porch till I found out which occasion. Which occasion? You mean you don't know? Haven't got the faintest idea. Well, it ain't your birthday, Johnny. No. We had that a few months back, just two weeks to the day after you started dropping hints all over town. <laughs> okay, okay, so it's not my birthday, I know that. Uh, that means it's some kind of an anniversary for both of us, and that's worse. Worse? Yeah, which anniversary is it? Gee whiz, I don't well, know. how many kinds of anniversaries have you kids got? About a dozen, doggone it. Molly's very sentimental, you know. Uh, I know she is, son. I know. Every time she mentions all the chances she had and then she married you, a tear comes into her eye. Oh, snippet. <laughs> Does not. Dad read it. This is confusing, yeah. you know. Let me see. There's the anniversary of the first day we met. No, we celebrated that a couple months ago. Well, ain't that one, then. Then there's the anniversary of the day I asked her to marry me, and she said yes, and we got engaged, and her father said he'd hold the ring, and we'd discuss the matter further when I got a job. That's an important anniversary, too. And a long one. Oh, I could... Hey, wait a minute. Hmm? The cake. She said she had lettering on the top of it. All I gotta do is get it out of the broom closet and read the top of it. That'll tell me. Johnny, you are a genius. Wished I'd have went to high school. I'll set it out here on the sink where I can see Hey, what does it say? What does it say? It says happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's all, just happy. Oh. Dad rat the dad ratted luck. I got to figure out what day this is because when I forget anniversaries, she gets so hurt sometimes she won't even cook dinner. Back to Wistful Vista in a minute. Underfed people around the world will be grateful to you if you participate in CARE's food crusade. CARE is sending 100-pound packages of U.S. government surplus foods abroad for just $1. These go to needy orphanages, nurseries, homes for the aged, and other institutions. Every such package bears the sender's name and goes with assurance of delivery. Individuals or groups may send the packages, and CARE accepts contributions in any amount. Many Korean orphans... Many sick babies, many homeless old people will benefit from your dollar if you send it now. This is a person-to-person -person service in which you join hands with care to distribute food to the hungry regardless of race, color, or creed. People are hungry abroad. We have the food here. Let's get them together. Slip a bill into an envelope and send it to CARE Los Angeles or CARE New York. CARE is a government-approved non-profit relief agency. timer was. Doggone it, I gotta find out some way, because when Molly remembers these things and I don't, which is always, I feel like a dog. And, oh, maybe that's her. Maybe I can get a hint. Hello? Hi, you knuckle nose. Oh, it's <laughs> you, fatso. What do you want? I don't want you, that's for sure. I want to speak to Molly. I had her on the phone about an hour ago, but she got She away. ain't here, Doc. She should be back soon. Hey, she didn't mention anything to you about an anniversary, did she? Our anniversary? Hers and mine of some kind? Huh? I came home a while ago, and when I came in the back, her and Mabel Toops were talking, so I hid on the back porch and listened. Oh, you sneaky brat, you. Well, gee whiz, this is my own house. I got a right to eavesdrip in my own house, fatso. Eavesdrip? Certainly. Anyhow, I saw a cake that Molly made and hasn't finished icing it yet, and she's out buying me a sweater right now, and boy, am I confused. <laughs> Nothing unusual about that, Adeldome. You were born confused. Uh. 
And if you were confused when you were born, think how your parents must have felt when they got a look at you. <laughs> all right, all right. Cut it out, Doc. Come on. Is that what you talked to Molly on the phone about this morning, our anniversary? Which one? That's what I'm asking you. Which one, doggone it? What anniversary is it, Doc? What'd she say? What's it of? Well, frankly, I don't know whether I ought to give out that information. Especially to a fellow whose idea of a funny joke was to walk into my waiting room yesterday when it was full of patients and say, I'm from The Undertakers. Who's next? (laughs) Boy, that was the funniest gag I... Well, I'm sorry, Doc. That that was a dirty trick. (laughs) If you could have saw how quick them people got well, though, jumped up and ran out of there like... I'm really sorry, though, George. I I shouldn't have done that, really. No, you really shouldn't. Not when you have to turn around the next day and ask me what anniversary this is. Oh, come on, Doc. Doggone it, I said I'm sorry. I don't believe it, though. The only way I could be sure you really are sorry would be if you came down right now with a mop and bucket and scrubbed my office floor for me. Scrub your floor? What do you think I am, anyhow? I think you're a fellow that can't remember what day this is. Well, you can just go boil your head, you big barrel-shaped blackmailer. I don't need you. The heck with you. All right, all right. You've suffered enough. I'll go downtown and buy Molly a present right now. That's what I'll go downtown and buy. I don't have to know what anniversary it is. I'll get her a present and give it to her and say, Happy occasion. That's what I'll do. And you won't get any of the cake, too, either, you big fraud. Should have done this in the first place. Get her a present. Sure. I'll duck down to the Bontano. Yeah, Wimp, uh-huh. I went down to the Bontown and bought a pair of earrings. Six bucks they cost me, but this way at least I know I'm set. No, I, f- I haven't figured out what anniversary it is yet, but, hmm? Maybe it's what? In memory of the first time she ever hit me over the head with the Davenport. No, we don't have any anniversary like that, Wimp. She just came in the front door, Wimp. we got to go. Bye. Well, welcome home, Tootsie. I missed you. Did you really, doll boy? I'm glad. <laughs> oh, for the... What do you want, you big backstabber? You got a nerve walking in here without knocking anyhow. Look, simmer down, will you? I didn't have time to knock. Uh, Molly's just getting out of Mabel Toops' car out front, and I wanted to tell you what she... She is? Oh, my gosh. What's the matter? Where are you going? Oh, I left the cake out on the sink. I got to sneak it back in that broom closet so she don't... Poor McGee. That was a kind of a dirty trick, letting him go out and buy a present. But if he hadn't gotten sore and hung up, I'd have told him... You anybody home? Hello, Molly. I'm in the living room here. Hello, Doctor. I'm glad you're here. Everything's all set. Oh, swell. Mabel Toops and I bought the sweater, and the cake is just about ready. Yes, uh, I... I hid it in the broom closet while I went downtown. Because <laughs> you know how crazy McGee is about that chocolate icing. Isn't everybody? I haven't finished lettering it yet, but uh, it'll only take a few minutes. I've already spelled out the word happy in the center. Good, good. The nurses will love it. It's going to say to happy, our hospital mascot. And wait till you see the sweater we got him. It has two little holes for his front feet to stick through and a place to pin his dog license. Good heavens, what was that? Oh, I doggone you, gamble, you double-crossing, backstabbing. McGee, I didn't know you were home. Look out, McGee. Put that broom down. Get him away from me, Molly. I didn't do anything. It was his fault. McGee, McGee, give me that broom. Stop chasing Dr. Gamble. What's going on here, anyhow? Fibber and Molly will be right back. 
Got time for a 10-second quiz? What is Monitor? One who keeps order? The ironclad ship used in the Civil War? A large lizard? Or NBC's newest radio sensation? The answer is they're all correct. And although the dictionary doesn't have the latest definition of Monitor... You can listen and find out for yourself when NBC brings you this innovation in radio listening this coming Saturday morning. Monitor is a specially designed, exciting, and unusual 40-hour-long show that will start Saturday mornings and will run until the next Sunday evening. Where else but on Monitor will you hear a worm turn, an oyster laugh, or go for a ride in a jet breaking the sound barrier? Monitor will keep you constantly surprised and entertained. Be sure to hear Monitor starting this Saturday. Of course, the McGee's and the Great Gildersleeve will still be heard on Sunday evenings for more entertainment. Remember, Monitor NBC for the best in radio. McGee, Miss Cuddleson just phoned from the hospital. Said the nurses loved the cake. Mm. Said the party was a big success. Mm. They all sang happy birthday to Happy, and when they put his little sweater on him, he loved it. Har, har. And then they put a piece of cake in front of him, and Dr. Gamble got down and reached over to pin the new license on the sweater, and the dog bit him on the hand. <laughs> bit, Doc? <laughs> How bad did he bite him? Did he bleed? <laughs> no. As a matter of fact, he didn't bite the doctor's hand at all. He licked it. <laughs> Just trying to get a laugh out of you some way. Good night. Good night, all. Fibber McGee and Molly is an NBC Radio Network production transcribed with Bill Thompson as the old-timer, Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble, and Mary Jane Croft as Mabel Toots. This is John Wald reminding you to tune in again tomorrow when McGee finds something worth a million dollars. Hear it on Fibber, McGee, and Molly. Laugh with Throckmorton P. Gildersleeve, the great Gildersleeve, that is, tonight on the NBC Radio Network.